به ومن والاه Yesterday we ended our discussion on um, verses from Surah Al-Ma'idah where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala discourages or commands the believers not to take um, disbelievers as friends or helping friends or supporters or protectors because uh, they make fun of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in disbelief in his revelation a few uh, important verses before we close surah al-maida the first one is uh, in surah al-maida allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made intoxicants haram and the verse ya ayyuhalladhina amanu o you who believe intoxicants and gambling ansab and al-azlam are abominations of shaitan's handiwork so avoid them meaning uh, avoid uh, consuming intoxicants and <coughs> gambling and Saab and Islam were you know uh, using arrows for luck and so it, it was a form of gambling um, for for luck or for decisions uh, if a person wanted to know let's say for example um, you know he's got a uh, know a, a business transaction that he's unsure of should I should I should I buy this should I not buy it and so he will go and with arrows they would just you know one arrow for yes one arrow for no and then, then mix them up and okay like we do the um, yes yeah and so all of it is um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it haram and it is what what we have been given better istikhara when you are in doubt, pray to rak'ah and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to, to guide you. And then Allah Azza wa says that shaitan wants to excite enmity and hatred between you. Through what? Through intoxicants. Fil khamri wal maysir and gambling. These two are going to cause hatred between the Muslim community. And this is why, this is the first reason why. It is not permissible, haram. وَيَصُدَّكُمْ عَنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ And hinder you from the remembrance of Allah. وَعَنِ الصَّلَاةِ And from prayer. فَهَلْ أَنْتُمْ مُنْتَهُونَ So will you not then abstain? And so these are two main reasons. One is intoxicants and gambling cause issues in society between people. And number two, it does what? Keeps you busy. And so you don't have time for the remembrance of Allah. When you have a moment, you're getting drunk. When you have a little money, <laughs> you're gambling. And so what's going to be left for, uh, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Following on, there are verses that make... Um, so the beginning of the surah, Surah Al-Ma'idah, we talked about hunting. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions side and what is halal and how it is halal and animals and what have you. Towards the end of the surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhalladhina la taqtulu as-sayda wa antum hurum. That you are not permitted to kill an animal whilst in a state of, of ihram. And if you do, then you have a penalty to pay. And this is mentioned um, in the closing verses 
of this surah. A very important verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about the Kaaba because he touches on Hajj and why hunting is not permitted, how hunting is not permitted and the penalty. And then Allah says, Allah has made the Kaaba, the sacred house, an asylum of security and benefits. For mankind. Security that anyone who enters the haram is safe. There is no, no war, no fighting. And benefit that people from different parts of the world will gather. And through that, uh, much benefit will be uh, gained. For example, some people will trade. Right? Asylum of security and benefits for mankind. And also the sacred month and the animals of offering. And so in all of this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uh, placed barakah and uh, blessing. Um, also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions uh, some rulings about wasiyah. Wasiyah is, is, is the will. Right? And so most likely... Um, these verses were um, revealed before um, the verses of Surah An-Nisa, where Allah Subhanahu wa Taala gives us detailed um, laws of inheritance. So, in in this verse, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Ya yaladina bin shahadatu baydikum idha hadara ahadakum mut." When death approaches any one of you, and you make a bequest, then take the testimony of two just men of your own. This is what, if a person is traveling, okay, and you are in a company of people and you are traveling, and your time of death has come, and um, you cannot record your wasiyah, and you have not left it with your family, then you inform two people, and they will be your, they will carry your testimony or um, your wasiyah to your family members. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala closes this surah with mentioning Isa ibn Maryam alayhi salam and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed him with prophethood. Actually before that Allah says, on the day when Allah will gather the messengers together and say to them, what was the response you received? And so Anbiya will be questioned about Allah says, وَلَنَسْأَلَنَّ الَّذِينَ So we will be questioned as people who receive the messenger. Allah will ask, that, did you receive a message? My message? Right? Messengers will also be questioned. Allah will ask them, did you deliver the message? And Allah will always also ask them, مَاذَا أَجَبْتُمُ الْمُرْآ What response did you did you get? And so they will say, قَالُوا لَا عِلْمَنَنَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ عَلَّامُ الْغُيُبِ They say, Allah, we do not know. We have no knowledge validly. Only you are the all-knower and all that is hidden, of all that is hidden or unseen. Because obviously the Nabi brings the message, then he dies. He doesn't know who accepts the message and who doesn't accept the message after him. So likewise, Isa alayhi salam, 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first mentions his blessings to Isa. He says, um, remember when Allah will say to Isa alayhi salam or, or Isa son of Mary, remember my favor to you and to your mother when I supported you with Ruhul Qudus, Jibreel alayhi salam. And Jibreel alayhi salam is the one who came to Maryam to announce the birth of, of Isa. You spoke to the people in the cradle and in maturity. I taught you uh, writing, meaning the, the scripture, and al-hikmah, which is power of understanding, translated as power of understanding. Specifically the Torah and the Injil. And when you made out of clay a figure like that of a bird, by my permission, and you breathed into it, it became a bird by my permission. You healed those born blind and the lepers by my permission. And when you brought forth the dead by my permission. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. Why is, why is Allah repeating by my permission, my permission, my permission? This is to what? To the people of the book who say that... He, uh, 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 Isa salam is the son of God or he is God himself. Why? Because he was able to do all of these things. And so look how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made making he says when you made out of clay a figure like that of a bird by my permission. There's no big deal in that, right? From clay he made a bird. Everybody can do that. Allah says when you do that it's through my permission. When you give it life, it is through my permission. Both of them are equal and same to me. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And when I restrain the children of Bani Israel from you. What does this mean? I restrained the children of Bani Israel from, from you. Ah, they wanted to kill him. Because Isa alayhi salam came to Bani Israel, the Jews of Bani Israel. They disliked his message and his uh, prophethood. And so they sought to kill him. They did what? They went to the ruler. And so they were in Baytul Maqdis, in the uh, Holy Land. They went to the ruler in, in Syria. And um, he was a mushrik, uh, an idol worshiper. They said, oh, this man is doing all of this sorcery uh, uh, and he's uh, gathering people around him. And um, he's challenging your authority. And this is what, because you know the reason for this is that they could have killed Isa alayhi salam. But they're aware that he is the clear signs that he is the messenger of Allah, right? That he spoke, first the, the pregnancy of Maryam salam is a miracle. Then he spoke in his uh, infancy as soon as he's born. This is a miracle. And then he's bringing the, 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 the dead back to life. And so they did not want to do it themselves because they know that the curse of Allah will fall on them and they may, Allah's punishment will fall on them. So they went and sought <laughs> the help of a mushrik. Anyway, so he sent information to his governor in 
بيت المقدس to kill Isa alayhi salam but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected him how was he protected? there are narrations that he was with 12 disciples, some say 12, 13 different narrations but anyway, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informed him إِذْ قَالَ اللَّهُ يَا عِيسَىٰ إِنِّي مُتَوَفِّيكَ that I'm going to put you to sleep and I'm going to take you up so Isa alayhi salam asked his uh, the Hawariyin, those Hawariyin, and he told them that many of you will disbelieve in me after I am taken up by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But anyway, he asked them, he said, who out of you will put himself forward to be sacrificed instead, to be killed instead of me? And so this is what the Mufassirin state, that one of the believers in Isa alayhi salam put himself forward and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala changed his appearance. Isa alayhi salam was put to sleep and taken up by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And those people saw it, but nobody else knew. Even Maryam alayhi salam did not know of this. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took Sayyidina Isa alayhi salam. So Allah will tell him on the day of Qiyamah, I protected you from Bani Israel. When you brought clear proof, and the disbelievers out of them said, this is clear, a clear um, evident magic. And, and another verse says um, that when Isa alayhi salam will return, all of the people that call themselves Christians, uh, So when he returns, uh, those people will, will believe in Isa alayhi salam uh, and will accept that Isa alayhi salam was not. And this is so that they can be witnesses against their own kind on the day of Qiyamah. So Christians will attest to what? That uh, Isa alayhi salam is not the son of God, is not God himself. And so they will be witnesses against, uh, against other Christians on the day of Qiyamah. Uh, this surah is, 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 is named what? Al-Ma'idah. What does Ma'idah mean? Uh, the table, the spread. Ma'idah is spread. Tastarkhan. And so, the Hawariyin asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through Isa alayhi salam. إِذْ قَالَ الْحَوَارِيُونَ يَا عِيسَى بُنَا مَرْيَمْ Remember, Ya Isa, remember when the, your Hawariyin, your followers is 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 uh, disciple uh, but even disciple is not hawari is somebody who's very close a disciple but uh, somebody that is always and so he would travel they would travel with him whatever he was no C companions are sahaba no hawari is closer yeah. they say that zubair was the hawari of rasulullah Yes, disciples, yeah. Anyways, so they asked, they asked Isa alayhi salam, can Allah bring down food for, for us from, from heaven? Ma'idatan min as-sama'. He said, fear Allah if you are true believers. Meaning true believers don't ask for these things. They know that Allah can provide. Why are they asking him for food? Because they heard that Isa, uh, Maryam 
would receive food from from the heaven. Allah subhanahu wa taala would bring down from Jannah food. So they said, is it possible? He said, "Qalat taqullaha in kuntum mu'minin fear Allah." You will see why Isa alayhi salam said, "Fear Allah." We want to eat from the food of heaven. Like Ibrahim said, that we get contentment. We, we do believe that Allah can do it, but we want to experience it. So then there is a certainty. And then we will know that you are truthful. And we will be witnesses. That we will witness. Anybody who asks about it, we will witness and say, yes, we have ate from... Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down food from the heavens for us a table spread so Isa alayhi salam asked Allah he said qala Isa ibn Maryam Allahumma rabbana anzil alayna ma'idatan min as-sama that sent down for, from, from the heaven a table spread with food that there may be for us for the first and the last of us a festival and a sign from you and providers with sustenance and you are the best of providers Allah said, I am going to send it down to you. But if any of you after that disbelieves, then I will punish him with a torment such I have not inflicted on anyone among the alameen. And so this is why Isa salam said, no, no, let's not ask Allah for, <laughs> don't ask Allah for a sign. Because when Allah gives a sign, Thamud, what happened? They said, oh, Salih, if you are a true messenger of Allah, then, and, and they went looking for a complicated one. They said, from this rock, we want what? A she-camel. Not, not a camel, a she-camel. And the she-camel has to be pregnant. Hmm? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them. He gave them their sign. But then what happened? They killed the she-camel. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroyed them that is the punishment of Allah um, anyone who asks for a sign and is shown a sign if they then disbelieve then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroys them punishes them and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says on the day of Qiyamah Allah will say that O Isa did you ask of people to worship you أنت قلت للناس did you say to, to men اتخذوني وأمي إلهين من دون الله worship me and my mother as two gods other than Allah so this will be very difficult and this is Isa alayhi salam so imagine how our questioning is going to be he has he, he is completely not responsible for what was said and what was done but even then Allah will question why? Because Allah is just. Right? And so Allah already knows that Isa did not ask people to worship him. But he will ask him why? So that he can be a witness against the people who claimed that Isa said, I am the son of God. Because this is what they say, right? They say, uh, Jesus has told us that he is the son of God. <laughs> he will say, glorified are you. Subhanak, you are you are glorified subhanallah is what you are beyond you are above having a, a son or a partner 
It was not for me to say what I have no right to say. And so he will have to defend himself before Allah. Although Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala defends him in the Quran, and he, has he says, مَا كَانَ لِبَشَرٍ أَنْ يُؤْتِيَ اللَّهُ الْكِتَابُ وَالْحُكْمَ وَالنُّبُوَةِ ثُمَّ يَقُولَ لِلنَّاسِ كُنُوا عِبَادًا لِي مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ It is not befitting for anyone to whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave prophethood and revelation that after Allah gives him prophethood and revelation and he sees the sign of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then he says to people, worship me other than Allah. Allah has already said that this is not possible and anyone selected by Allah for prophethood would not do this. But on the day of Qiyamah, he will ask him to answer for himself. Allah will not answer for him. Then he will say, إِن كُنْتُ قُلْتُهُ فَقَدْ عَلِمْتَهُ Had I said such a thing, you would surely have known it. تَعْلَمُ مَا فِي نَفْسِي وَلَا أَعْلَمُ So he will ask for what? The witnessing of Allah, eventually. He will say what? That ya Allah, I did not say this. And you are witness that I did not say it. Because you know what is within me. This thought would not even cross my mind. Never mind me speaking and saying this to the people. إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ عَلَّامُ الْغُيُوبِ And so, and then now this is the witness against his people. مَا قُلْتُ لَهُمْ إِلَّا مَا أَمَرْتَنِي بِهِ I only conveyed to them what you commanded me to. أَنِ اعْبُدُ اللَّهَ رَبِّي وَرَبَّكُمْ Worship Allah who is your Lord, who is my Lord and your Lord. وَكُنْتُ عَلَيْهِمْ شَهِيدًا مَا دُمْتُ فِيهِمْ I was a witness over them while I dwelt among them. فَلَمَّا تَوَفَّيْتَنِي كُنْتَ أَنْتَ الرَّقِيبَ عَلَيْهِ But when you took me up, you became the, the watcher over them. وَأَنْتَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ شَهِيدٍ And you are witness, a witness over all things. Then he will say, إِن تُعَذِّبْهُمْ فَإِنَّهُمْ عِبَادُكْ If you punish them, they are your slaves. وَإِن تَغْفِرْ لَهُمْ فَإِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْعَزِيزُ الْحَكِيمُ And if you forgive them, you are the Almighty, the All-Wise. See here, Allah doesn't say, فَإِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ Why? Because this is the day of Qiyamah. This conversation is taking place on the day of Qiyamah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's might and anger is, and these people are not actually going to be forgiven so Isa says, it is up to you what you do with those who have made this claim. I, I do not have a right to make a judgment. They are your servants. Allah will say, this is a day in which the truthful will profit from their truth. This is confirming that Isa statement is what? True. لَهُمْ جَنَّاتٌ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهَا الْأَنْهَارِ Theirs are gardens under which rivers flow. They shall abide therein forever. خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا أَبَدًا رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ وَرَضُوا عَنْهُ Allah is pleased with them and they with him. ذَلِكَ الْفَوْزُ الْعَظِيمُ That is the great success. To Allah belongs the dominion of the heavens and the earth and all that is therein. And he is able to do all things. This is the final what? The final verse. That Isa cannot be the son of Allah. Neither can he be Allah because Allah created the heavens and the earth and everything in them and all was running before Isa came to this, to this world and Isa came and went and his mother came and went and everything continues to run as they have been, as they have been running.
And so it is Allah who maintains and Isa alayhi salam has is nothing but a servant messenger. Following this, Surah Al-An'am. This is a special surah in that, firstly, uh, how many surahs have we covered so far? What was the first? Fatiha, obviously, Fatiha. Fatiha is a Makki surah. Then we have Baqarah. Baqarah was Medina surah. Then Ali Imran, Medina surah. Then Nisa, Medina surah. Then Maida, Medina surah. How do you know a Medina surah generally? Ahkam, that there is, there is uh, rulings in it because most of the ahkam were revealed to Rasulullah in, in Medina. This is one. Number two, when you hear Ahlul Kitab too much, hmm, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions Ahlul Kitab, and you saw in all of these surahs, Allah says Ahlul Kitab, Jews, Christians, uh, speaks of Isa, Musa, all of this, this is usually in revelation of Medina because the Jews were living with Rasulullah in, in Medina. Surah Al-An'am is the first in the, in the sequence now of the long, these are known as the Mufassal, the long surahs. It is the first that is what? A Meccan surah, Surah Al-An'am. This is one speciality. It is a Meccan surah. Out of the rest that are all Madani surahs. Obviously, Surah Al-Fatiha is a small surah. That was revealed in Mecca. Some say Fatiha was revealed multiple times, but anyway. Surah Al-Ma'idah also was revealed whole in one go. And it was revealed at night. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed it in complete. The other surahs, usually Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Revealed segments, few verses, few pages. Uh, but Surah Al-An'am was revealed complete, despite being a long surah. And the Rasulullah said that 70,000 angels descended with Surah Al-An'am, glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The reason for that. What is amazing about Surah Al-An'am is despite its length, Allah does not mention any hukm. There is no legislation in, 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 in An'am. Right? In the sense that Allah does not order any, uh, doesn't go into detail about like for example in Surah Al-Ma'idah about Hajj and about uh, sacrifice in the time of Hajj or like Surah Al-Baqarah uh, about talaq and inheritance or surah al-nisa about marriage and all of this yes there are verses that tell us what is halal what is haram but um, Allah is not legislating in this surah also Allah doesn't mention any detailed stories of anbiya alayhim salam usually this is what happens in long surahs Allah will mention Musa or Isa or you know, Maryam uh, in Surah Ali Imran, so on and so forth. Here there is a brief mention of an encounter between Ibrahim السلام, and his father and his people, uh, but that is about it. So the question is, what was the surah about? Tawheed. Huh? Tawheed. Yes. Tawheed and Iman. The detailed Tawheed and Iman, because this was revealed in the time of Mecca, 
So it so first of all, the the um, it testifies to the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa taala and how He creates. And secondly, it testifies to the prophethood of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and that He is truthful in His claim. And number three, <coughs> it testifies to Ba'ath, resurrection. Why? Because the Mushrikeen of Quraysh see Ali Imran and uh, Ali Imran and and and, and Baqara and it, it it doesn't delve into the details of what of resurrection. Why? Because the Jews and Christians believe in resurrection. They believe that Allah will bring them back to life. But the Mushrikeen of Mecca did not believe in resurrection. And so this surah goes to in detail in relation this to this. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. We'll just read through. Um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins by saying all praise and thanks are Allah's and there are many surahs that begin Surah Al-Fatiha, Surah Al-An'am Alhamdulillah, Surah Al-Kahf and then Alhamdulillah Surah Sabah hmm. all praise and thanks are Allah's who created the heavens and the earth And وَجَعَلَ الظُّلُمَاتِ وَالنُّورِ Originated the darkness and the light. ثُمَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا بِرَبِّهِمْ يَعْدِلُونَ Yet those who disbelieve hold others as equal with their Lord. And so in other surahs Allah says, These that you hold equals to Allah. Tell me, did they create the heavens? Or did they create the earth? What did they create? So how can they be equals to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when it is Allah who created and in this, uh, ulama say that he used the term, uh, he could have said, وَجَعَلَ الظَّلَامَ وَالنُّورِ He originated darkness and light. But Allah used ظُلُمَات, which is plural form, and nur only singular. This is to point out that the paths of sin and evil are many, and the path of guidance is one and then not only did Allah just create the heavens and the earth and darkness and light it is he who created you from clay and then has decreed a stated term for you to die and so he created from clay meaning you originate from clay the first creation human being Adam السلام, was created from clay. And then Allah has destined a specific time for your death. And there is with him another determined term, meaning for you to be resurrected. So there is a time for you to die and there is a time for you to <coughs> yet you doubt. How can you doubt? resurrection he is Allah to be worshipped alone in the heavens and on, on, on the earth he knows what you conceal and what you reveal and he knows what you earn meaning the deeds that you do what you earn meaning the deeds that you that you do whether good or or bad why because deeds are created by Allah Allah creates you and the deeds. But you earned your deeds, meaning that you make a choice to 
to do those deeds. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you have earned them, whether good or, or bad. And so what you have is, wahua, huwa, wahua, he, he created, he, uh, this is what? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, uh, sort of tells Rasulullah uh, uh, is in this surah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is providing evidence to the mushrikeen and he does that in two ways either he speaks of himself in the third person and he says Allah created he maintains he provides <coughs> or he says to Rasulullah tell them and so he teaches Rasulullah how to what to debate with the mushrikeen and so you will find that Surah Al-An'am has a lot of huwa wa huwa. It is he who has done this or that. And also, قُلْ That O Messenger of Allah, tell these mushrikeen. For example, Say, if Allah was to take your sight and your hearing, which God other than Allah, these that you worship 365, which out of them is going to give you your, your eyesight back or your hearing back? He is Allah in the heavens and on earth. He is known as Allah and he is worshipped as Allah in the heavens and on earth. In the heavens, known as Allah by the angels and they are worshipping him and fulfilling his command. And everything else, the living are angels, but everything else is following the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The sun, the moon, the stars, everything. And so whatever is, Wahuallahu fi samawati wa fil ardi. And in the heavens uh, uh, and on earth, he is known as Allah and worshipped as Allah from the time of Adam السلام, to, to the day of Qiyamah, all those who believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. يَعَلَمُ سِرَّكُمْ وَجَهْرَكُمْ He knows what you conceal and what you reveal. Why does Allah say he knows what you conceal, what you reveal? Why does Allah say عَالِمُ الْغَيْبِ وَالشَّهَادَةِ you are disbelieving in Akhirah and in Allah and in, in Paradise and Hellfire because you can't see it. Hmm. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that among, even amongst yourselves, I could be showing uh, Suleiman that uh, he is very dear to me and I, I, I love him very much. But inside myself, I know that I hate him. <laughs> And so there is information other than what is seen. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, what you see is one. This is the heavens and the earth. But there is also information and other things that are beyond your sight that you should believe in. And this is the evidence for it. Is that if you believe only in what you see, then you have not completely believed in the whole, in the whole matter. Huh? And so sometimes you reveal something, but you hide something else inside of yourselves. This is what ghaib. It is known only to, to Allah. يَعْلَمُ سِرَّكُمْ وَجَهْرَكُمْ وَيَعْلَمُ مَا تَكْسِبُونَ And he knows what you earn. وَمَا تَأْتِيهِمْ مِنْ آيَةٍ And never a sign comes to them from the signs of your Lord, but that they have been turning away from it. This is the problem. That Iman has nothing to do with witnessing and seeing. You know the people who say, oh, I don't see so I don't believe. It has nothing to do with that. 
Rejection is due to arrogance, number one, from the person. But it is also that a person is deprived by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so Iman is the, belongs to Allah, property of Allah. He gives it to whom he wills. If he sees that you are seeking the truth, then Allah will give it. If he doesn't see that, then you can see all of the signs. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in one of the verses that uh, even if you were to climb the heavens and they witness you, they will not, they will not believe. And they said this. A person said this. And he, actually he was, he was a, a relative of Rasulullah He said, yeah, Muhammad. He said, you know, if, if you were to climb and ascend into the heavens and I saw you going up and you came down with a book, I still would not believe in you. <laughs> so Allah says, Indeed they have rejected the truth when it came to them, but there will come to them the news of that which they used to mock at. They used to mock at Rasulullah and say, how, how? You know, like one of them took bones and you know, he crushed them in his hand, very old bones, and he says, and then he blew it and he says, Muhammad, tell me, how, how is your Lord going to bring this back to life? So they were mocking Rasulullah Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, uh, don't they take a lesson from those who came before them? Have they not seen how many a generation before them we have destroyed whom we had established on the earth such as we have not established you? And we poured out, uh, we poured out on them rain from the sky in abundance. And made the rivers flow under, under them. Yet we destroyed them for their sins. And we created after them other generations. Quraysh knew of Hud and his people Ad. Why? Because Ad were Arabs. And Thamud were Arabs. And the people of Sabah were Arabs. The people of Yemen. So Allah says we gave them rizq and provision in in abundance, they lived in fertile, fertile land and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought down uh, abundant water. And so they were provided more than you. But when the time come, I destroyed them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Rasulullah He says, and even if we had sent down to you a message written on paper so that they could touch it with their hands, the disbelievers would have said, this is nothing but obvious magic. <laughs> Allah says, if it came down, like revelation came down, yeah, written on qirtas, on uh, paper. On, so it is what? Tangible. You can see it. And if it was brought down and they saw it coming down and you received it in your hand, they would say, what? In hadha illa mubin. This is what? Magic. And they say, why has not an angel been sent down to him? Meaning, so that we believe in him, bring down an angel. Allah says, Actually, an angel was sent down. Jibreel was bringing down. But Allah says, if they are to see the angel, then what happens? Then the matter is over. Because now they have seen ghayb. Just like when, when your time of death comes and you see the angel of death, <laughs> you, can, you can say, I believe all you want. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not accept then. And he will not accept the tawbah then because you have seen the unseen now. What you were asked to believe in without, 
seeing it, you have seen it now. So Allah says, if you were to see an angel in his, this is why none of the Sahaba saw Jibreel alayhi salam. Yes, they saw him in the form of a human being and they did not know, right? And so he would come and then Rasulullah say, oh, you see that? That was Jibreel. He said to Umar radiallahu that was whom? Jibreel. But they did not see him in his original form. In the battle of Badr, in the, the Malaika descended and were fighting with Sahaba. Sahaba did not see them. They did not see them. Actually, some Mushrikeen saw them. But the Sahaba did not, did not see them. Allah says, had we sent down an angel, the matter would have been judged at once and no respite would be granted to them. And then Allah says, And had we appointed him an angel, we indeed would have made him a man. Meaning if the, because they said, oh, uh, we don't believe uh, in a human messenger, but we would believe in an angel messenger. Allah said, if, even if I had decided to send an angel messenger, I would have made him into, into a man. Right? He would have to come and, and in, in the form of a human. Just like Jibreel would come to Rasulullah in the form of a human being. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does what? You know, when Rasulullah is he's inviting his people and they are rejecting. You know, like, like for example, your, your son, your wife, your husband, your daughter, they are doing something majorly wrong for which you know they are going to be punished. And you are trying to stop them from doing it. And you say, please don't do this. Look how weak we are. Somebody distributing water, we've forgotten all about the Quran. Dates and water. We're hungry. <laughs> Astaghfirullah. So I was saying that, um, you know, imagine you're telling your son for their own good, your family member, you're saying, please don't do this. Allah will punish you. And they reject and refuse. How painful is it for you? Huh? Yes, with other people you tell them, you say, believe, if you don't disbelieve, you go to hellfire and that's it. And you go to sleep and eat and you're comfortable. But Rasulullah is not. Because he knows these things are real and these are his people. This is his people, his ummah. And he has love and affection for them more than a parent has for his children. Allah placed. Allah said, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ We have sent you as mercy to mankind. Filled with mercy. And so when Rasulullah saw the, the, the funeral of, of a Jew, he stood and he cried. Sahaba said, Ya Rasulullah, what? He's just a Jewish person. Don't concern yourself. Rasulullah said, yes. It is a soul that has escaped from my, from my hold to hellfire. And so what Allah says, he, he tells him what? He... When is in the Quran, Allah says, He strengthens the, the resolve of Rasulullah. That don't, don't be saddened to, to the point that you are You're coming to a point where you are harming yourself. You almost are going to kill yourself because they are refusing to believe. Sahaba say that when Rasulullah would cry, we would hear like the wheezing of what? Of a kettle inside, you know? 
inside deep sorrow that people are not accepting the message. So Allah strengthens him by saying, Indeed, many messengers before you were mocked at. Many were mocked. Musa was mocked. Isa was mocked. Other messengers, Hud, Salih, Shu'aib, Nuh, all of them were mocked by their people. <coughs> but they're the ones who mocked. Fahaqa billadina sakhiru minhum. Those who were doing the mocking. Fahaqa billadina sakhiru minhum. Ma kanu bihi yastahzi'oon. Were surrounded by the very thing that they used to mock at. Let's just say, oh, bring the punishment. Where is it? Huh? <laughs> and then eventually the punishment did come. Say, O oh Muhammad, travel in the land and see what was the end of those who rejected the truth. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, we started with what? Allah says, الذي, He is the one who created the heavens, the earth, the light. He created you from clay. He appointed a, a, a time when you are going to, to die. He is Allah in the heavens and in the earth. This is the first one where قُلْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Say, O Muhammad, travel in the land and say what was the end, how was the end of those who rejected the truth. Rasulullah was so trustworthy that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told him, Say, قُلْ He said, قُلْ Allah told me to say, قُلْ <laughs> Allah commanded me to say to you, say. <laughs> he did not only convey to us, and so Quran has been conveyed to us word for word. Qul is two letters. They were not omitted. Rasulullah did not say, Siru fil ardi kana. No. He said, Allah told me, Qul siru fil ard. Say, go and travel in the land. Then Allah said, Say, O Muhammad, to whom belongs all that is in the heavens and the earth. Say it belongs to Allah. Whether they accept it or not. But the Quraysh did accept. Because other verses uh, in Surah 2, uh, what is before Surah Al-Nur, Al-Mu'minun. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, um, um, If you ask them, uh, If you ask them, if you ask them uh, yes. Who created the heavens and the earth? Allah did. Who is the Lord of the great Arsh? Allah is. And so they believed. But anyway, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that uh, to whom, say, O Muhammad, to whom belongs all that is in the heavens and the earth? Say to Allah, He has prescribed mercy for Himself. Prescribe mercy. Nobody can compel Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to anything, but he compels himself. Right? He prescribes on, on himself. And so he prescribed that his mercy will out... Huh? Anger. Yes. It will uh, encompass or it will outweigh his anger uh, or it will outreach his anger. Indeed, he will gather you to, together on the day of resur resurrection about which there is no doubt. <coughs> and to him belongs whatsoever exists in the night and day. What, what exists in the heavens and the earth and what exists in the night and the day all belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
and he is all hearing, all seeing. Say, O Muhammad, shall I take as a wali, a helper, a god, any other than Allah, the, creators, the creator of the heavens and the earth? And it is he who feeds, but is not fed. Allah said, I do not want them to provide for me, and I do not want them to feed me. I want them to recognize me and worship. I provide, I feed. Say, verily, I am commanded to be the first of those who submit themselves to Allah as Muslims. From this ummah. <laughs> there are many other Muslims before Rasulullah. He's not the first. But he is the first from this ummah. And do not be from the mushrikeen. Say, I fear if I disobey my Lord, the torment of a mighty day. I cannot be from Mushrikeen. After all this has been revealed to me, I cannot be. Why? Because Mushrikeen were inviting him. You all know that. <laughs> when, when they could not stop him from uh, calling to Allah, they wanted to make a deal with Rasulullah thinking that they are intelligent. What is it? And actually, look, you know falsehood, when a person is on falsehood, they are blinded. And so even their intellect actually doesn't, doesn't work. They're not thinking logically. They think they are thinking logically. Like for example, the argument, I can't see God, so I don't believe in God. They think this is what? Logical. But there are many ethics you don't see, you believe in. Right? And so this is one of them. They said, Ya Muhammad, look, we'll make a deal with you. Okay, what is it? One year we worship your God, all of us together. We worship your God, only one. And then the other year you will, will worship what? All our gods, 365. <laughs> to them this was what? But this doesn't make sense because if you worship one God, then you are denouncing 365. And if you worship 365, you are dis denouncing one God. <laughs> So it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. But they thought what? This is Inad. Inad is what? When a person is stubborn, they're not willing to accept. They're not willing to give in that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is alone. And so, the, so Allah revealed what? It cannot be. How are you gonna, 365 gods for a whole year and then you're going to go and worship one? This is not? What Allah is asking for. Say, I fear if I disobey my Lord, the torment of a mighty day. The one who is averted from such a punishment on that day, indeed has been uh, uh, treated with mercy. Allah has been merciful to him. And that is the obvious success. Then Allah says, now Rasulullah is being asked to say to the people, but then Allah turns to him and he says to him, Allah. See, here he, he's not saying, Qul. Allah says, Allah says, 
If Allah touches you with harm, none can remove it but He. And if He touches you with good, then He is able to do all things. What is this to Rasulullah Don't worry about the threats that they are making. If Allah wants to harm you, then He will harm you. Nobody can stop it. And if Allah wants to benefit you, He will benefit you. None can stop it. He is the supreme, irresistible. No one can resist Allah. When He brings day, you change that. <laughs> okay, put blinds, you know, do whatever you want, but you can't change. Day will remain the day. And when the night comes, put as much light as you want. Night will remain night. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cannot be resisted. Qahir. When he wants, he gives life. You stop it as much as you want. Oh, they say contraception, all this. How much success rate? Well, 98%. Well, 95%. <laughs> there is no 100%. Why? Because if Allah compels you, then there is nothing you can do. If he wants to create life, he will create life. Do what you like. And if he wants to take life away, then bring about all the professionals and all the doctors and all the medicine and all the wise of the world and put them all together. They cannot. This is Qahir. He brings to life when he wants. And he takes life when he wants. And he will resurrect when he wants. Nothing you can do. You try it. Try to go against the sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Climb a mountain and then throw yourself off and try to fly. <laughs> huh? This is Qahir. And he created a system where you cannot escape. He is He is the irresistible, the supreme above his slaves. And he is the all wise and the well acquainted with all things. Say, O oh Muhammad, what thing is the most great as witness? Allah is the greatest witness. Because we said in Ali Imran, Shahid Allah, Allah witnesses that there is no God but He. And Allah witnesses that Rasulullah is His messenger. Allah knows that you are His messenger and testifies to it. Say, what thing is the, is the most great as witness? Say, Allah is witness between me and you. This Quran has been revealed to me so that I may warn you and whomsoever it may reach. Allah. We are included in this. Right? Rasulullah was given Quran to warn what? The people who are living with him. But also anyone to whom the Quran will reach. And so 2020, you find somebody in central London giving Quran translations out to people. This is what all of those people who receive the Quran, they are being warned by Rasulullah Can you bear witness that besides Allah there is other gods? Say, I, I, I bear no such witness. Say, he is only one ilah, one God. And I am innocent of what you join in worship with him. 
Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, on the day when we shall gather them all together, then we shall say to those who join partners, where are your partners whom you used to claim as partners to Allah? Aina shurakaakumun thumma lam takun fitnatuhum illa anqalu wallahi rabbina ma kunna mushikeen. There will be left no excuse, no statement, no argument other than they will say, by Allah, we were not those, we were not joining partners with you. <laughs> Allah says, Look how they have lied against themselves. And that which they invented will disappear from them. You know the lie they invented about Allah having a God, it will not help them. And so, this thing about when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to mislead someone is explained here. Allah says, and of them, there are some who listen to you. They are sitting there listening to what you have to say. And they're listening to Quran. But we have set veils on their hearts. So they understand it not. They do not understand. They're listening. They have ears and they are able to, to hear you. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has veiled their hearts. And so despite listening, they will not accept. and deafness in their ears and if they even if they see every sign they will not believe therein they will not be believe therein to the point to the point that when they come to you to argue with you the disbelievers say these are nothing but tales of the old men meaning tales of you are just telling us about Nuh and Ibrahim and all of this this is stories of people of the past And they prevent others from him, meaning from following the Prophet And they themselves keep away from him, but they destroyed not, but their own self. They destroyed not, but their own selves. They are only destroying themselves. They are not harming the Prophet by staying away from him and disbelieving in him, in him and by asking others to stay away. You know, Quraysh were, when Hajj came, they went around and they said, we have this man amongst us uh, and he is mad and he is uh, a magician and, and so don't listen to him because if you listen to him he's going to put you under his spell and then you're going to have problems in your tribe and in your families and, and so they Quraysh themselves did not accept but they also sought to prevent others from following the messenger Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that don't concern yourself with what they are doing <coughs> They are only harming themselves. They are only destroying themselves. وَمَا يَشْعُرُونَ Yet, they do not perceive it. وَلَوْ تَرَى إِذْ وَقِفُوا عَلَى النَّارِ And if you could but see when they will be held over the hellfire. Allah is saying, only if you could see, Ya Muhammad. It is your way of saying, of uh, a figure of speech. Everyone is going to see <laughs> on the day of Qiyamah. وَلَوْ تَرَى إِذْ وُقِفُوا عَلَى النَّارِ They will be stood over hellfire and they will say يَا لَيْتَنَا نُرَدُّ وَلَا نُكَذِّبَ بِآيَاتِ رَبِّنَا With that, we were sent back to the world. Then we would not deny the verses of our Lord, the signs of our Lord. وَنَكُونَ مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ And we would be believers. 
And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is what? Promising that these are going to be their words. When they are stood over hellfire, they say, Ya Allah, okay, we want to go back and we will believe. Nay, it has become manifest to them what they had been concealing before. But if they were returned to the world, they would certainly revert to that which they were forbidden. They are liars. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, how do, we, how do we know that if they return to the world, they would still be disbelievers? Where is the evidence for that? The mushrikeen on the day of Qiyamah, they say what? Ya Allah, let us go back to the world and we will believe. Allah says, no, if you go back to the world, you will disbelieve. And there is actually evidence for that. We don't, we don't just have to take uh, uh, Allah's word on the day of Qiyamah. There is evidence of it now. What is the evidence? Allah already told us that we, we have already all testified to his oneness in Alamul Arwah as, as souls. Yes? Allah says that when I created you, your souls, you all testified and said, You are. Am I not your Lord? You are our Lord. We believe. So even the disbeliever outside has claimed, has made that statement to Allah in Alam. And so he came into this world and. What is natural is you can't return from Akhirah with the view of Akhirah in your mind because then, then there is no test anymore. <laughs> and so if you return to the world, you would be made to forget what you saw and what you witnessed and what you experienced. And so when you return to the world, you're going to make the same disbelief. وَإِنَّهُمْ لَكَاذِبُونَ They are indeed liars. وَقَالُوا إِنْ هِيَ إِلَّا حَيَاتُنَا الدُّنْيَا وَمَا نَحْنُ بِمَبْعُوثِينَ They say, there is no other life but our present life of this world and never shall we be resurrected. How do you know? <laughs> Allah says, One is being stood in front of hellfire. The second is, if you could but see when they will be held, brought and made to stand in front of, the, of, of your Lord. Is this not the truth? Meaning, is my, the day of judgment, my promise that I will resurrect you, is it not the truth? <coughs> See here, they will, when they are stood in front of Allah, when they stood in front of hellfire, they say, Ya Allah, let us go back. But when you stood before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they will only have one thing to respond. When Allah says, is, is this not the truth? <coughs> yes, by our Lord, this is the truth. So taste the punishment because you used to believe, disbelieve. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says then, Indeed, losers are those who denied their meeting with Allah. Those who disbelieve and deny the meeting with Allah are losers. Until all of a sudden, the hour is on them, Qiyamah, or, the, or death. They, and they will say, 
alas for us this is alas is what a word of sorrow and regret alas for us ya hasratana that we gave no thought to it ala ma farratna fiha we did not prepare for the day of qiyamah while they will bear their burdens on their backs the burdens of their sins ala sa'ama yazirun even indeed are the burdens that they will bear And the life of this world is nothing but play and amusement. But far better is the house in the hereafter for those who are pious. Will you not then understand? And so Allah is saying that the day of Qiyamah is evil for for those who disbelieve and who deny and who did not who gave it no thought and those who were pious and prepared for them akhirah is better and so for the disbeliever dunya is better this is why Rasulullah said dunya is the heaven of the disbeliever jannatul kafir few more verses just to feel what Rasulullah endured and how lightly we take his sunnah and the message he brought. Allah says We know indeed the grief which their words cause you. Allah is saying don't take it personal. It is not you that they deny. But it is the verses of Allah that they deny. Allah is trying to bring comfort to what? To Rasulullah He says, Ya Rasulullah, they are denying, but they are not denying you. They are denying my verses. They actually accept you as a truthful person. And Abu Jahl said this to Rasulullah There is a hadith. Abu Jahl said to Rasulullah we know you are truthful one. You are a truthful. Or something like this. You are a truthful person. But we don't accept this. <laughs> this we don't accept. Everything else you tell us, we believe you. You are truthful. So Allah is comforting Rasulullah. He is saying, They are not denying you. They are denying me. My verses, my signs. And verily many messengers were denied before you, or Muhammad. But with patience they bore the, the, the denial. And they were hurt. وَأُوذُوا They were hurt. Some of them were killed. حَتَّى أَتَاهُمْ نَصْرُنَا Until our help reached them. And none can alter the words of Allah. وَلَقَدْ جَاءَكَ مِنْ نَبَئِ الْمُرْسَلِينَ Surely there has reached you the information about the messengers. Allah says, I, I revealed this information to you. So that you, you find solace and take strength in that the help of Allah will come. And did it come? Absolutely it came. This is when Rasulullah is being denied and belied in Mecca and there are plans to to drive him out and he's boycotted (coughs) and plans to murder him but there came a day when Rasulullah entered Mecca as what? As as a conqueror and then Allah says if their aversion from you is hard for you that if you were able to seek a tunnel in the earth or a ladder to the sky so that you may bring them a sign. 
And had Allah willed, he could have gathered them together on true guidance. So be not one of those who are ignorant. So Allah is saying to Rasulullah there is nothing you can do to change the fact that some will believe, some will disbelieve. And if you, this is what, Allah is not asking Rasulullah to do this. This is what, hypothetical. Even if you were yourself going to climb to the heaven and bring some sign, they still would not believe in you. So there is nothing that you can do. Do not be from the ignorant. You have to understand that this is the sunnah of Allah. When he sends a messenger, he sends revelation, some will accept, some will not accept. You as a messenger have to accept that. And you have to believe that. That there is wisdom in that some will accept and some will not accept. And those who accept will accept through the mercy of Allah. And those who reject will reject through the justice of Allah. Allah does not do injustice to anyone. We close with this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّمَا يَسْتَجِيبُ الَّذِينَ يَسْمَعُونَ It is only those who listen that will respond. وَالْمَوْتَى يَبْعَثُهُمُ اللَّهُ ثُمَّ إِلَيْهِ يُرْجَعُونَ but as for the dead, Allah will rise them up, then to him they will be returned. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us more understanding.